This is Retire with Confidence with Pat Struby and the Retirement News Network's Jen Rizak. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists and has been providing personalized service and retirement planning for 20 years. His work has been featured in USA Today, Investors Business Daily, and on WIS NBC TV News. This is Retire with Confidence with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Hi there. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm your host, Jen Rizak. I'm with the Retirement News Network, and I'm glad to be here once again with Pat. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists. Pat, as always, glad to be here. How are you? I am doing really well today, Jen. Thanks. How are you? You know, I'm doing very well, thank you. We're very busy this time of year with all the kids doing various sporting events. I know your girls are a little young, so they're not doing the t-ball and the soccer and all that stuff yet, are they? Or are they starting to get into it? No, no, not yet. We're not in the uh, parental taxi service that I think is kind of like a full-time job for you, right? Yeah, I I spend, I'm going to add that to my resume, my ability to drive in circles for hours at a time. It's just part of it. And I'm sure I I have people tell me all the time, one of these days, you know, you'll look back on that and you'll miss those days. I'm sure your clients are always giving you that advice as well, right? I'm going to put a resume, you know, driving in circles. That sounds like NASCAR training. Well, maybe. Hey, that's that's a silver lining right there, Pat. I hadn't even thought of that one yet. All right. Well, that's good stuff. Well, we have an interesting show lined up today. We're going to be talking about the ages that matter most in retirement. And of course, you know, younger kids, your your kids are little. They still enjoy relishing in their birthdays and turning another year older for adults. We kind of have a little bit of a different tune. Once the candles on the birthday cake hit a certain number, we don't want to count quite as much. And, and there's all the jokes about getting out the fire extinguisher and ha ha ha. But you know, Pat, there are some birthdays that still matter quite a bit and some dates that you need to be aware of as we approach retirement. Why don't you tell us why some of these dates are important and the choices that they present you with? Why do those matter as well? Yeah, I think that it really is one of those things that uh, you know your birthday doesn't really affect your financial planning tremendously, uh, and certainly not your retirement until you st- it really it's kind of when you start to hit age fifty, and then kind of as you mentioned, Jen, all through then the next few decades, your fifties, sixties, and seventies, there are some magical dates. Um, certain birthdays arise that either afford you new opportunities or require you to make some pretty big decisions. So those decisions could be about your retirement, about your money and your financial future. And that could ripple through the remainder of your lifetime and even beyond uh, passing on to your family. So from a financial perspective, it too is to be aware that those age milestones exist and to plan for them. So I think this is a great topic uh, because we can kind of just go through those uh, throughout the show and make sure our listeners are aware of uh, each of those dates and what they mean for them. Well, and from my understanding, Pat, some of these decisions, they have to do with things like your Social Security income, the money in your 401k or your IRA. They carry a ton of weight for people headed into retirement or who are already in retirement. So when we think about some of these ages, some of these dates, let's take it chronologically. And I want to start with some of the important dates for people who are in their 50s. Can you talk about the birthdays that need to be highlighted on the timeline for those folks? No doubt, Jen, and and you're right. Uh, Some of these are really big. Some of them require big decisions. And like I always say, finances is one of those things that's very personalized and individualized. So we'll talk about some dates on the show today. And I know some of them, some of our listeners will say, wow, that's a really important one. I got to remember that. And some of them, you might say, well, it's not that big of a deal to me. So as we go through, it'd be good to kind of make note of that. The very first one starts right at age 50. Uh, It's the best place to start while we're focused on retirement discussion. That is when uh, our tax code essentially allows you to take advantage of what we call catch-up provisions with retirement plan contributions. So up until age 50, there are certain limitations to how much you can place into accounts. And then when you hit age 50, you now uh, are afforded uh, the ability to put in more. So a couple of examples, uh, if you have or contributing to a traditional IRA or Roth IRA, um, before age 50, your limit is $5,500 a year. And then the catch-up is an extra 1000 So you can put a total of $6,500 a year in. Uh, the big one is for plans like 401ks. And a 403B or a 457 works the same way. 
and uh, normally your maximum contribution is eighteen thousand dollars a year and then once you hit age 50 you can catch up with an additional six thousand uh, dollars so twenty four thousand dollars a year can go in um, and i'm sure uh, some of our listeners hear that and they think my goodness how could how could anyone put that much money into their retirement plan a year i have found jim that that is it is, it is one of the more appropriately named uh, items in the tax code uh, because that's exactly how it was because they're just worried they're behind on your retirement planning. And uh, one of the things that they're trying to do is, you know, take, for example, let's say you're married and you have kids and they're either in college or just got out of college and you're looking at your finances and saying, I really got to get serious about retirement. Well, one of those options is to quote unquote catch up and start allowing money into your retirement plans. And uh, that's just one of those examples that's a fit. And so, you know, it really ties in with what we do, which is uh, so many people reach out to us, Jen, because they're trying to figure out where do I stand? Where am I, on, am I on track with my retirement strategy? If I haven't retired yet, what are ways to make sure I am on track? Um, or if rather than, you know, early in the stages, we are getting ready to retire and want to make sure you're doing the best they can, or maybe you're already retired. And you just want to make sure that whatever you've already planned is in order. Give us a call at 803-454-9045. I'll give you an opportunity to sit down with us, take a look at where you're at, what you're trying to accomplish, and see if you're doing the best things possible for you. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers on the show today to get your purpose-driven retirement plan that can help retirement-minded people work towards making the most of their financial nest egg. Call us at 803-454-9045. That's 803-454-9045. Thanks again for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. Pat's also the author of the book, Save Your Retirement, and I'm glad to have him here today as we're talking about the ages that matter most in your retirement. Pat, you were just talking about some of the birth dates around the age 50 that we need to be thinking about. Are there others that people in their 50s need to be aware of and to be planning for? Yeah, and this next one, Jen, I think is really, really key uh, because uh, many people are familiar with uh, you know, some of the rules around age 59 and a half, which we'll get to in a minute, not to create too much of a spoiler there, a little bit of a tease, but uh, uh, 55 is a big, big, big number because most people know there are limitations to accessing money from your uh, accounts like 401ks before age 59 and a half. However, we run into this a lot, and uh, this is what happens at age 55. If you have assets in an employer-sponsored retirement plan, such as a 401k, the way that works is you leave your place of employment during the calendar year you turn 55 or later, you are eligible to take a distribution from that plan without a penalty. So this is where we run into this all the time. We have clients who maybe are downsized after the age of 55, maybe reach that, take this job and shove it moment um, <laughs> at that stage. Um, maybe they retire sometime between 59 and 59 and a half. Again, that's not real common. Um, but we have lots of situations where people will switch jobs, uh, downsizing, getting at health problems, you can't work anymore. So what happens is now we've got some big decisions because here's an example, Jen, that we run into a lot. We'll have someone that's plowed a lot of money in their 401k. They're somewhere between 55 and 59 and a half. They're worried about the stock market. Maybe they've lost their jobs, so they're even more nervous about their finances. So they want to roll their money out of their 401k, get it into an IRA, and then diversify it, okay? We have these conversations all the time. Well, one of the important things we have to keep in mind is when we get that money into an IRA, now you have to be 59 and a half to take that money out without penalty, okay? The money in the 401k, once you've hit 55, in, in most plans, you now have access to it without a penalty. So these are big, big decisions. And so all I'm saying, Jen, is there's no right or wrong here. It's really important to understand the rules. We believe it's a huge reason why it's a great idea to have a planner to help you. I can give you one quick example. Uh, we're working with someone right now. There was a, a downsizing. They had built up a substantial 401k uh, at their employer, uh, over a million dollars. And uh, we went through and uh, reviewed all the different options. Uh, they're planning and going back to work. But who knows, right? So they want to retain that flexibility. So we're rolling half of the money into an IRA and we're leaving half of it in a 401k. So what we're trying to accomplish is create a much better investment scenario, but also still provide them with a lot of flexibility, if that makes sense. And I think that story really uh, highlights an example of 
how every single person's uh, situation is different. Uh, even take this this client that we're talking about, their situation was completely different before the downsizing happened. So we believe that having a planner uh, in your corner just can be invaluable for you. Um, so if you're nearing uh, or already in retirement, it's really important to have that ally, a uh, professional um, that you have a trusting relationship with that can give you uh, an understanding of what your options are, what the strategies are out there, and make sure that um, you are kind of working in a path that it, that is absolutely best for you. So to connect with us, simply give us a call at 803-454-9045 to help us uh, take a look at your financial situation and make sure that you're going where you want to go. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, Give us a call at 803-454-9045 and be one of the first 10 callers to get your no-cost, no-obligation, purpose-driven retirement plan. That number is 803-454-9045. Today, we are speaking with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And as we're learning from Pat, there are certain ages that matter most when it comes to retirement. There are some big financial decisions that are tied to some of these ages before and during your retirement. And we're going to continue this discussion here in just a moment. We'll start to get into some of those retirement age milestones and some of those birthdays that take you into your 60s. So stay tuned. We'll be right back on Save Your Retirement. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. You wouldn't buy a house without looking inside right? Shouldn't you be just as diligent when choosing a financial advisor? Hi, it's Glenn Beck. Just as a house is more than four walls, a financial advisor is more than a nice office. What exactly is their background? Do they work in your best interest as a fiduciary? What is their financial specialty? You want to know all of these things and more because chances are over your lifetime, you're going to trust that individual with far more than the value of your home. Knowledge and experience count. They're everything in retirement income planning. That's why in Columbia, the only financial professional that I will talk about is Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. You can grab Pat and the team at 803-454-9045. Don't be cavalier with your financial assets. 803-454-9045. Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. 803-454-9045. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm your host, Jen Rezac. I'm with the Retirement News Network. I'm here alongside Pat. He has 20 years experience in the investment and finance industry. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. You've seen him in the local media. You've read his articles in USA Today and Investors Business Daily. And he's here with me today talking about the ages that matter most when it comes to your retirement plan, when it comes to your retirement strategy. So before we get back into this, though, if you have any questions for Pat about some of these key dates here, the number you want to call today is 803 803- 454-9045. That number one more time is 803-454-9045. And Pat, we were just talking about some of those key dates in your 50s in the first part of the show. And I want to point out, we're actually going to start off this segment with a half birthday. And it's it's funny because anybody over the age of six doesn't really celebrate a half birthday anymore. <laughs> but, you know, thanks to the government, we have to be aware of age 59 and a half, right? That's right. Yes, I think you're right. From age six and a half to age 59 and a half, no one worries about it. But then certainly some people at 59 and a half are celebrating again <laughs> because it opens up some options. Uh, I have to digress, Jen. I, I've always imagined uh, when, whenever that was decided, there must have been two sides of some po- politicians screaming, no, it should be 59. No, it should be 60. And then they had to like split it. In the right. Like or it was started by somebody who has a birthday around Christmas. And then they're always <laughs> thinking about half birthdays because I'll admit, you know, I- I'm in that boat. I've thought about the summer birthday. So, you know, I, I had never <laughs> heard that theory. That's it. Now, now we're going to find out the next show. <laughs> I'll start Googling it. You're right. <laughs> So yeah, 59 and a half, uh, a lot of our listeners are probably aware of this. Uh, it's a really important date. That's essentially when any type of retirement plan or traditional IRA 
uh, you now have the availability to access those funds without an early withdrawal penalty. So in the majority of those accounts, like traditional IRAs and 401ks, where so many people have a lot of money, of course, you're still paying income taxes on those withdrawals, but you're no longer paying a penalty. One other big point that I want to make here, Jen, is, and this is also not well known, this law has changed in the last decade. Earlier in my career, uh, the way 401ks worked is you basically had to leave all that money there until you left that employer. Now, the IRS has changed those rules. So once you have reached age 59 and a half, if you're still working and you have a 401k, your employer, uh, and that each plan is different, but many plans will allow you at that time to roll some of that money out. It's going to depend on the plan. So we always, uh, when we're working with clients that are in that position, uh, we're always trying to strategize that and have a plan in place to understand what those rules are. And again, this kind of ties into the example I gave earlier. Uh, so many of our clients are trying to accumulate as much as they can for retirement, plowing money into 401k. Well, for most people, their 401k options, no matter how many they have, they basically boil down to stocks and bonds, uh, mutual funds. Um, there's so many other investments out there. Uh, and they all have their different you know, pluses and minuses and things like that. But there can be a tremendous amount more diversification to really reduce your risk by spreading out your assets into other things. So what a lot of people like to do is when they reach 59 and a half, if they have that availability, Maybe we still leave money in the 401k if we like some of those stock and bond options, but maybe we would roll some of that money out into a traditional IRA and give you an opportunity to have a lot more investment options available. And there's no taxation on those types of changes. So that's one thing I really wanted to highlight, Jen. Uh, we see that a lot with a lot of people. And we have clients, you know, they're, they'll be 57 or 58. They've got that age 59 and a half circled on the calendar because <laughs> they have a lot of money in the stock and bond market and they're worried about it. And they're waiting for that date. Um, so like you say, it's just like a six-year-old celebrating their half birthday. Now at 59 and a half, they say, yay, now I can start changing my investments around. Yeah. Well, it's certainly something that it sounds like people are becoming more aware of, Pat. Is that something that, that maybe there have been more headlines about it? Or are people just maybe taking a little bit more initiative to find out about some of these deadlines on their own? I mean, it's kind of interesting to me that more people are aware of it. I think uh, my thought, Jen, would be two things. One is just the withdrawals themselves. I think that rule has been around so long that people have known uh, either parents or uh, co-workers that have tried to figure out, hey, can I take money out you know, before 59 and a half and what are the rules and things like that? And then as far as uh, what the company 401k plan does, I think you're right. I think five years ago, we never knew anyone who knew anything about it. And still a lot of our clients have never heard of that. You know, A lot of companies call that an in-service distribution, uh, kind of quote unquote. And a lot of people have never heard that term before. So it's about kind of understanding the terminology that your company uses. And it really depends on the person. If they, you know, if they have friends uh, at work that are a little older than they are, maybe they've been kind of talking about it over lunch or, or you know, on breaks or something like that. And that's where we find a lot of people kind of figure out what you can and can't do in your company plan. That helps us. You know, of course, some of our clients, you know, we have a lot of them that work for some of the big employers around here. So we get to know those plans very well. Um, but if it's from a smaller company, then it's helpful that they are kind of getting to know that. And, and it really boils down to um, one of the advantages of working with a planner is there are IRS rules you have to make sure you follow, and then there are plan rules you have mm -hmm. to make sure you follow. And I know most of the people that we work with are not interested in being the ones in charge of figuring that stuff out or memorizing or making sure they're doing it on time. That's one of the things that you get from having a good, trusting relationship with a planner who's going to help you, not only now, but down the road when you hit those next uh, timelines. So uh, if that would be a value to you, give us a call at 803-454-9045. This is, gives you an opportunity to connect with an advisor and take a look at your situation, find out what your concerns are, and give you an idea where you stand today. It is limited to the first 10 callers on the show. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-454-9045 to take advantage of this no-cost, no-obligation offer. Once again, that's 803 454 9045. We're speaking with Pat Struby today. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I'm Jen Rizak with the Retirement News Network. Alongside, we're talking about the ages that matter most, and clearly that age 59 and a half 
That's an important one. Um, we can joke about the importance of those half birthdays any other time, but there's a couple of them around retirement that we want to be paying attention to. Pat, what about when we start getting into our 60s? Can we start to highlight some of the key birth dates, key milestone years in your 60s? Absolutely, Jen. And there's a number of them. Um, and I'm imagining a lot of people are thinking we'll start with age 62. Uh, but again, that's a little teaser for our listeners. So I'm going to start with age 60. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> So I surprised you, didn't you I? You did surprise me. All right. Yeah. So this is where we are going to kind of wade into the wonderful world of Social Security. Hmm. Uh, and this is where uh, age 60 is important. That is the earliest that a widow or widower can elect to begin receiving Social Security benefits, although that is at a reduced rate. Now, it's important to know that if someone is receiving widows or widowers benefits, they can also qualify for their own Social Security benefit. And they can switch over at any point as early as 62 and as late as 70. And again, this is one of those things where um, if there be a situation where you might benefit from um, receiving widows or widowers benefits, we would encourage you to talk to someone and make sure you kind of see how those work out. Uh, My father-in-law passed away suddenly um, a few years ago. And my wife's family was kind of assuming that my mother-in-law would kind of do one thing. And I said, well, I think we want to step in and kind of do things a little differently. So we're able to kind of get, we're trying to accomplish is get the best of both worlds, right? So we are receiving those uh, widow's benefits and we're allowing those individual benefits to continue to compound. Uh, And I think that she's going to be much better off for that. Uh, It's just a matter of knowing the rules and knowing the system uh, to make sure you're making the most of that. Well, let's talk a little bit more about some of the other ages in your 60s, Pat, because as we do wade into the world of Social Security, as you were saying, there's a lot of confusion about the best time to start taking those benefits. And of course, that's all tied to your age as well. How do you help someone decide the right age to claim those benefits? Yeah, so that's where where uh, probably everyone thought we were heading, right? So you can start claiming on your own earnings as early as age 62 for Social Security. That can start as early as 62 and that can be delayed as late as age 70. Uh, A couple of big points there. One is, of course, uh, just because you can do it doesn't necessarily mean that's a smart choice for you. Uh, The other one that I would point out that is sometimes surprising for people is the time that you should claim Social Security is not necessarily the same time that you retire. There could be reasons or strategies why those dates might be different. So the bottom line that I would kind of summarize here as we know we're running short on time is we believe if you are an individual, uh, you want to have a social security analysis done uh, so you can understand the ramifications of your choices of when you claim social security. But Jen, I I beg people, if you are married, please get an analysis done because there are literally hundreds of different combinations of options of what you can do. And it can be incredibly valuable to get that type of analysis done. When we talk about our purpose-driven retirement plan, uh, it covers all different kinds of areas of your finances in retirement. One of those areas is creating a retirement income projection for you. And part of that is doing a social security analysis. So you get all of that value in all of those areas. There is no cost and no obligation to you. Give us a call at 803-454-9045. This gives us an opportunity to talk with you about the big picture, about your needs, your wants, your goals, and then based on that conversation, provide you with a financial strategy that's based wholly on your individual circumstances. Just be among the first 10 to call 803-454-9045 if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement for your customized and individualized financial strategy. That number again is 803-454-9045. Speaking today with Pat Struby, he is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And as we're learning today throughout retirement, there are certain ages that matter most. Pat's going to talk about some of the birthdays and, of course, those half birthdays that you need to be paying attention to as you approach your 70s. That's coming up on the other side of the break. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby, and we'll be right back. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Now back to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. 
Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm your host, Jen Rizak. I'm with the Retirement News Network, and I'm pleased to be here today with Pat. He is the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. You've seen Pat in the local media. You've read his articles in USA Today and Investors Business Daily. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I'm glad to have him here today as we talk about some of the key ages before and during your retirement. These have some big implications here for some of the decisions you make with your money, so it's important to pay attention to some of these ages. If you have any questions for Pat as we get back into this, 803-454-9045 is the number for you to call today. Again, that's 803-454-9045. Pat, we were just getting into some of the ages around Social Security in the last segment, but this really is cause for confusion, I think, for a lot of people. Um, just trying to understand all the different rules and all of the different ages that are involved in Social Security. When we talk about full retirement age, that's not the same for everyone, right? Absolutely. Uh, I think it's good to kind of run through that real quickly, Jen. You know, if someone uh, was born from 1942 or earlier, then their full retirement age was 65. Certainly, I don't remember exactly when it happened, but uh, there was a smart decision made that they said, hey, we're living much longer now. We need to start moving that retirement age back. So, uh, it's a little bit of a moving target now. So for anyone born from 1943 through 1954, their retirement age is 66. Anyone right now uh, under current law, anyone born 1960 or later, their full retirement age is 67. And then for those of you lucky people born in 1955 through 1959, you are in the increments. Uh, mm. And we meet with a lot of people uh, that were born during those years. So you, your retirement age could be anywhere just a little after 66 or just before 67. So it's good to know certainly what that age is. Uh, one of the important aspects of your full retirement age is uh, once you reach that point, then there's no longer a penalty for working and collecting Social Security benefits. So that's an important point. Uh, I should double back so I do get questions on that. So you can claim Social Security as early as age 62, uh, but there's a very low limit on how much you can earn mm-hmm. um, uh, as far as actual working earnings. So you can be having taxable income from pension or from retirement accounts, uh, but actual earned income, uh, there's a very uh, low limit on how much you can make, and that goes up to your full retirement age. That's one of the reasons it's important to know uh, that age. So that's going to be the kind of your baseline number for Social Security. But of course, if you delay your Social Security beyond that full retirement age, it can continue growing until what I think is going to be one of our next numbers, which is age 70. Right. And we are going to start getting into some of those other ages here in just a moment. I do want to follow up on Social Security, though, Pat, and just ask you how important it is to have a strategy for this so when you're taking your Social Security really fits in with every other component of your plan. I mean, that's really what this is all about here, Pat, is finding the optimal time to start taking that based on the other components of your nest egg, right? 100% agree, Jen. And this is something that I think is so important to talk about. We live in an age of information, but sometimes it can be misinformation or confusing information. Uh, You don't always know what the source is of the Mm -hmm. information. You don't know what their agenda is. So take, for example, you know, I kind of joke sometimes to say, if you're not working with a retirement planner, is Google your retirement planner? Uh, (laughs) And if you Google, which I take my social security, you're going to find millions of hits that tell you you should delay your social security until age 70. Well, that, I'm not saying that's bad advice, but it's certainly not individualized, right? So we actually have two completely different sources of analysis. So we do an analysis of your social security by itself, and then we incorporate that into our retirement income projection planning uh, to see, because exactly to your point, Jen, uh, how you take your social security depends on a lot of different things. It depends on your age. It depends on your health. It depends on your retirement plans. It depends on if you're married. It depends on all of those things for your spouse. And then it also depends on your nest egg and how all of those things work together. So we have some clients where it actually makes sense to take Social Security earlier. We have clients that make sense to defer. And one of my favorite strategies, it doesn't work for everyone, but we have a lot of clients where one person will actually take it early and one person will take it late. So it can be incredibly individualized and it really kind of brings home that message that, you know, we talk about our purpose-driven retirement plan and there are five areas in that plan. And um, two of the biggest ones are the ones that most of our clients have their biggest concerns. One is the investment plan. 
and how does my nest egg uh, sit right now and how is it how is how comfortable am i with it but the other one that this kind of ties in with jen is that income plan um making going from kind of working your whole life and living off of a paycheck to now for so many people uh, they need something create anything created from their nest egg to go with their social security how does that all work that's what we offer the social security strategy is a piece of that so if you would benefit from that uh, we offer that no cost no obligation give us a call at 803-454-9045 to get your retirement income projection your social security analysis as part of your purpose-driven retirement plan if you've saved at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars for retirement give us a call at 803-454-9045 and be one of the first 10 callers Call now at 803-454-9045. Speaking today with Pat Struby, he is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak. Alongside in the studio today, we're talking about the ages that matter most. Clearly, Social Security is something you want a well-thought-out strategy to incorporate into your overall plan. Let's just talk real quickly, Pat, also about the age that you become eligible for Medicare, because that's another age in your 60s that we need to be aware of. We don't need to spend a ton of time on it, but I do want to make sure that we mention it as one of those ages in the 60s. Absolutely. Um, So Medicare is all boils down to around age 65. So you can sign up as early as three months before your 65th birthday, or it ends three months after your birthday month. So you've actually got your birthday month in between three months before, three months after. It's a total of seven months. Jen, I always joke that, I don't know if you've ever known anyone of that age, but the moment you reach that window, you become one of the most popular people on earth. <laughs> so you'll start getting a lot of phone calls. You will start getting a lot of mail from people that offer uh, Medicare supplement policies. So beware of that. But basically, when you apply for Medicare, uh, you can sign up for Part A, which is hospital insurance, and then Part B, which is medical insurance. And then you have the option um, to turn down uh, Part B because there actually is a premium for it. And I think that's kind of, I would say, kind of Medicare 101. Uh, and I think for the sake of our discussion, that's that's a good place to kind of stop. Um, okay. It gives you, gives you the basics so you kind of know so age 65 is the time. Uh, I don't want to veer too far off and get into kind of Medicare supplements and all those kinds of things, which is right. good information, but um, also <laughs> a little off the path for our expertise. Right. That totally makes sense. I just wanted to make sure that we did at least cover that because it is right there in the 60s. And then, of course, there are those other times when you can start taking Social Security later in your 60s. And then I think that then brings us up to age 70, right? Is there anything right at age 70 that we need to be thinking about? You're exactly right, Jen. Yep, uh, right at age 70. Uh, and again, this is just kind of closing the loop with what we've already been talking about. That is the longest that you can delay and compound your Social Security benefits. So the important thing that a lot of people don't realize is you can actually delay your Social Security benefits as long as you want, but you just don't get any benefit for waiting past age 70. So you right. do still have to let the Social Security Administration know you want to start receiving benefits. Uh, we don't see a lot of people that make that mistake, but periodically we see it. And we hate to see anyone give away money. So if you wait to age 71 to collect Social Security, you basically, you know, gave away a year's worth of income for no reason at all. So make sure if you've delayed your Social Security, you get that claiming started by age 70. And again, uh, just just one last time to mention here, uh, it's a great thing to make sure you have a strategy for your Social Security. And if you are married, make sure that you understand how both of your benefits work together. And there might be opportunities for each of you to benefit from each other's benefits with some type of spousal claiming strategies. It may make sense for you to delay to age 70 and your spouse should take their their benefits earlier. Just make sure you have a strategy for that. Make sure you're getting the best for you out of those different options. All right. So that is age 70. That's when um, it's it's kind of the max age for delaying your Social Security benefits. And then, Pat, that brings us to another one of these half birthdays. And I know we've got a few minutes before this next break. So let's start to introduce this one. I have a feeling 70 and a half is a big enough, significant enough age, Pat, that we're going to need to talk about this in the last segment as well, right? Absolutely. And Jen, I know how much you love the half birthdays. I do. Exactly. (laughs) Someone likes them, that's for sure. (laughs) That's right. Yes. So um, just like 59 and a half is kind of the barrier uh, for so many types of plans for being able to take money out without penalty. Now, 70 and a half is the age 
kind of one of those last ages to mark on the calendar. Uh, that is the age uh, for the most uh, retirement plans when you actually now no longer have a choice. You have to start taking money out of those accounts. In fact, the name for it is an RMD or required minimum distribution. And Jen, we get tons and tons of questions about this. Uh, one of them is, why do they do this? Uh, <laughs> and there are a couple of answers there. The smart aleck answer would be that the government is tired of letting you defer your taxes and they want you to start paying it now, <laughs> uh, which I have no doubt is accurate. Yeah. Um, the logic that uh, the IRS uses, by the way, uh, is the more formal answer is these, uh, your IRA, traditional IRA, your 401k, your employer plan, that is named a retirement plan for you. It is not an, an estate plan designed to pass on to the next generation. So that's the concept behind it. So the idea is, okay, you've deferred it long enough. Now you need to start taking money out of that account. So any type of traditional IRA, any type of employer plan, like a 401k, 403b, or 457, you have to start taking out. Um, and then you have a minimum amount that you have to take out uh, each year. And uh, basically what happens at that point is it's based on the account value at year end the previous year. It's based on your age. So it changes every year. So it's pretty complicated. Every year you get older, you have to take a higher percentage out. Um, and then that is taxable income to you and that will be on your tax return. Um, and uh, you've got to do it every year. So uh, you know, we of course run into lots and lots of people that have one account or maybe numerous accounts and that's one of those big questions that comes up is how do I do this? What's the best way to do it? And of course, Jim, we can kind of you know, talk about all the different ins and outs with that, but uh, that's kind of the starting point. Well, Pat, let's do this real quickly before we need to go to this next break here. Talk about some of the tax considerations when it comes to these required minimum distributions. That's just something else that we don't want to overlook when trying to make sure that we're not overpaying in taxes and, and penalties and fees and that kind of thing. Definitely. So uh, it's important to know that if you are distributing money from a retirement plan, like a traditional IRA or 401k or 457, that is going to be taxable income to you. So that is going to be taxed at essentially your marginal or your highest income tax rate at that time. So it's important to know, uh, because if you are not seven and a half yet, that's something we may want to plan for. And some of our clients are very proactive. They're trying to figure out strategies of how to reduce those taxes. And then the one exception I'll mention very quickly is a Roth IRA. So Roth IRAs do not have required minimum distributions, and you do not have to start keeping up at age seven and a half. So that really ties in, Jen. You know, we've talked about uh, investments a little bit. We've really talked a lot about income planning, social security planning. Now we're kind of delving into that other category of your purpose-driven retirement plan that we like to talk about, which is your tax planning. So not only do we want to keep your taxes low today if we can, we want to see if we can keep them low throughout your retirement. How are we going to do that? Well, your retirement accounts have to be withdrawn from, you have to pay taxes on that. But if we can be smart about how you take that out, maybe we can have those withdrawals come out in lower tax bracket years. And that's all part of the strategy with your tax planning strategy in retirement. So if you could benefit from that, if you could, uh, if you'd be interested in seeing can I save taxes in retirement, simply call us at 803-454-9045 to get your no-cost, no-obligation, purpose-driven retirement plan, which includes your tax planning strategy. It's limited to the first 10 callers on the show today. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-454-9045 to receive your tax analysis. Call us now at 803-454-9045. We're going to go ahead and head to this last break here. We're talking with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialist. There are a number of financial decisions you need to make at certain ages. We're going to continue talking about what's going on with your required minimum distributions. And there are also a few ages that we need to be aware of, a few milestones that we need to be aware of that aren't tied to a specific age. So we'll get into those here in this last part of the show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. You're listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. 
We are back. Thank you for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm your host, Jen Rizak. I'm with the Retirement News Network. Pleased to be here today with Pat. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists. Now, you've seen Pat in the local media. You've read his articles in USA Today and Investors Business Daily. But today he's here with us talking about the ages that matter most when it comes to your retirement plan. If you have questions for Pat, you can call 803-454-9045. That's also the number for a second opinion on your plan to make sure that you're on the right track. One more time, that number is 803-454-9045. The website is retirewithpat.com if you'd like to learn more there. So as I said, we've been talking about the ages that matter most in retirement, and those pesky half ages are something that we really have to be aware of. 70 and a half is the age where you have to start taking required minimum distributions or RMDs from your qualified retirement plans. And Pat, what if you don't need that income? You don't need those required minimum distributions for income. You still have to take it though, right? So what do we need to do if we don't need this for income? Yeah, uh, this this is an interesting one to me, Jen, because this won't be surprising, but our clients fall into one of two categories. One is either uh, clients that are living off of the interest or returns off of their retirement accounts, mm-hmm. uh, in which case the required distribution really often doesn't have any effect on them, uh, or people who don't need it. And so they're kind of in this, this area. And I, I kind of chuckle because this is probably one of the areas where I've had uh, clients throw out the most kind of fascinating and unique strategies. Well, what if I did this? What if I did that? Can I get out of the tax this way? And the answer is always no, you can't. <laughs> so, uh, so let's talk about this because it is really important to understand. So if you have accumulated money in 401k and IRA and you plan on living off of that in retirement, uh, we have a lot of clients that do that. Uh, and we can help with strategies to make sure that you are covering your required distributions there. But what if you reach a point where uh, you have uh, your income coming from other sources and or you just don't need all of that required distribution? You're thinking, what can I do? So there are a number of things to consider there. One is um, that there is something called a qualified charitable distribution uh, where uh, money can come out of a retirement account and go directly to a nonprofit church or charity. Um, and that uh, distribution then does not hit your tax return at all. So that can be really nice uh, depending on your tax bracket, depending on your itemized deductions, that can be very beneficial. Uh, if certainly if you are thinking about making charitable, you know, church or charity contributions uh, anyway, it's a great, great way to do it. So I would definitely make sure you're talking with your planner about that as a possibility. Uh, but beyond that, uh, we are talking about money coming out to you and being taxable. Uh, but the question then is if you say, well, Let's say, for example, you've got an extra $5,000 a year that is coming out of your retirement accounts that you have no use for. You don't need the money. You've already got all your spendable income. You've got your emergency reserves set up. What are you going to do with that? Well, I think that calls for a strategy. Again, you should be talking with your planner about that. What do you want that money to do? Do you want to set it aside for a rainy day? Do you have anything set up for nursing care risk? Uh, Is that something that should be allocated to something to help protect you from that? That could be something. Um, Do you have any children or grandchildren that you'd like to set aside money for? Either give them some of that money now and let them enjoy it now or set something aside that will pay them when you pass away, a a kind of legacy account. Um, There are a lot of kind of cool things you can do. Um, And it takes a financial planning geek like me to say it that way, right? (laughs) But um, (laughs) this is where planners get excited because all it takes is a discussion with your planner to say, Uh, We just need to know what's important to you. So when you say, okay, I've got this extra money and I don't need it, now we can say, okay, what would you like it to do for you? Uh, If you want to give it to church or charity, then we can make sure you do that in the most tax advantage way possible. If you want it for uh, a rainy day for you or to protect you with some type of insurance, we can do that. Or if you want it to do something for your family, we can help you do that too. So I think it's uh, it's a cool topic, Jeb, and there's a lot of flexibility there. And again, it always boils down to, What are you looking to do with your money? And let's see if we can help you get there. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside, you know, Pat is also the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement, and a pretty cool guy, not at all nerdy when it comes to 
finances and retirement planning. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Pat, we're talking about some of these key birthdays, half birthdays that factor into the overall retirement equation today. I want to spend some time also before we get to the end of the show talking about some of the other ages and milestones, even events that people need to be thinking about that aren't necessarily tied to a specific age. So maybe we can talk about a few of those now. Yeah, I think that's an awesome one, Jen. There are some big milestones that really pertain to so many people, and it's just not based on a birthday. You know, how about some big ones like this? When do you plan to stop working? And then also, uh, when do you need to start taking income off of your nest egg? For some people, that's the same date, and for some, it's not. You know, depending on how we're going to create your income. You know, just one quick example. Uh, we've had clients that will either retire or maybe kind of get forced into retirement. So maybe they've got a kind of rainy day fund in the bank, or maybe they got a severance. And so that's going to pay them for the next year or something like that. So now we have time to kind of say, okay, we know we're going to need to start taking off the nesting at this certain point. That's really, really important because when you need to take income off your nest egg, should it be a huge factor in how you're investing your funds? If you've got 10 or 15 years until you need income from your accounts, you certainly have the option to be more aggressive with that money. If you're going to need income today or a year from now, that should be a huge consideration that you're making. How about other things like uh, your home? Is your mortgage going to be paid off in five years? That's a really big deal, right? That's going to affect your retirement right. income needs. Uh, we want to make sure we have we have plans for that. One of the big ones we see a lot, Jen, is a move. Uh, we have people that are moving uh, to a different side of town. Maybe they're downsizing. We have someone I'm working with right now. They own their home and they own a lot on the lake and they're going to kind of use the equity from the home to build, you know, their retirement house and sell the other one. You know, there's a lot of transactions going on there. So if you've got a move plan, that's something your planner needs to know. That's going to really affect your lifestyle. It's going to affect you, your cash needs and things like that. So I think that those are some of the big ones, Jen. And you know, I'll joke with people if they've got plans for all these things. Sometimes I just start drawing a line and I create a timeline, right? <laughs> because we've got, okay, uh, you're still working now. One of you is going to retire at this point. Another of you is going to retire at another point. We've got a move going on. We've got social security claiming we need to do. And so we've got all these dates we need to set aside. And all of those are going to impact your, your retirement. Uh, Jen, I can't imagine someone with all those different dates, you know, figuring out a retirement income plan without having uh, some sophisticated software to help. And so that's where we feel like uh, when you are working with not just a financial professional, but when you are actually working with a retirement planner, it warms my heart when someone tells us, you know, what a difference it makes where they feel comfortable with their retirement from working with us. That's what we love. That's why we do what we do. Um, So if that could be of value to you, give us a call at 803-454-9045. Uh, we offer that purpose-driven retirement plan, no cost, no obligation. It's an opportunity to sit down with us, help us see if there's a way we can provide value to you with that retirement income plan. Just be one of the first 10 to call us at 803-454-9045 if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. And again, there is no cost and no obligation. That number again is 803-454-9045. We're speaking with Pat Struby today. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We're talking about the ages that matter most when it comes to your retirement plan. Pat, right now we're talking about some of those areas of retirement planning that aren't tied to a specific age. When it comes to things like long-term care insurance, is there a certain age when it starts to make the most sense to consider that or or to go ahead and, and get a policy? Yeah, there's you know, there's definitely some different opinions on that, Jen. The one that I've seen most often is uh, if you haven't reached age 60 yet, uh, it's a great time kind of in your mid to late 50s to be looking into that and making some decisions. And I will say, I know you've heard me say this, Jen, uh, this is one of those evolving areas of finance. Uh, I started uh, January 3rd of 1997, uh, so just over 20 years ago. And long-term care insurance was kind of the new, up-and-coming, exciting insurance in the financial planning world that, that everyone was kind of talking about, that making sure you have it. Now things are shifting a lot. Those traditional long-term care policies are having some real problems the last few years. A lot of the major companies have had serious rate increases mm-hmm. um, that they have brought to their uh, 
uh, insurance. And that's another one of those things you can just Google, you know, long-term care rate increases and you just see all the, the big names come up. And that really concerns me uh, because the last thing I would want to do is, you know, have a recommend something to you in your 50s that looks really good. And then all of a sudden you're, you find yourself retired in your mid 60s or and then later on in retirement, suddenly you start getting these huge bills. So uh, we believe, you know, that's one of the five areas of the purpose-driven retirement plan is kind of your healthcare plan and your insurance plan. Uh, there are other solutions. Uh, we're not saying long-term care insurance is a bad option, uh, but there are traditional long-term care policies and then there are variations. There are, there are different types of policies where the insurance company cannot raise your premiums. All right. Well, Pat, we are about out of time today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We talked a lot about the ages that matter most when it comes to retirement. And as we said, some of them are tied to a specific birth date. Others are more of just life-changing events. So I'll just ask you if you have any final comments for us today, Pat. Well, Jen, I was thinking about this. Um, this is one of my favorite types of shows because I'm a numbers geek and I'm a planner. <laughs> and so it's just a nice laid out orderly thing. But I, I love the topic. And I think I hope our listeners uh, found it helpful because it's really valuable to know all those different ages and what matters for you and how they affect you. Um, hopefully it underscores the value of having someone in your corner, uh, someone that you can depend on uh, to help you understand, hey, how how am I affected when I turn 50 and 55 and 59 and a half and 60 and 62, 66, 70 and 70 and a half? All those different ages have so many ways that they affect you, how you can access your accounts, when you have to access your accounts, uh, all the different variations of when to take Social Security. And it all comes back to ultimately what we love to do, Jen, which is creating purpose-driven retirement plans for our clients that cover five areas. Most importantly, the foundation of your retirement plan is your income plan. Uh, so you're going to have a social security plan there. Also, having an investment plan, understanding how that is going to generate income off of your nest egg for your retirement. While, while we're doing that, we also have to make sure it is tax efficient. So you've got a, a tax plan as well. Uh, the fourth area is your health care and insurance plan to protect you. And then finally, your estate plan so it all passes as efficiently as possible. Give us a call at 803-454-9045 if you can benefit from that. There is no cost and no obligation. It is limited to the first 10 callers on the show today. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, give us a call now at 803-454-9045. There is no cost and no obligation. Once again, it's 803-454-9045. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Securities offered through Kalos Capital Inc. and investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialists LLC is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Kalos Capital Inc. or Kalos Management Inc.